0: Hi, welcome to Sweetman Podcast, I'm your host, I'm Simon Sweetman, and this is episode 176, it's a conversation with actor Sophie Hambleton, maybe you know her as Carol on Westside, the popular prequel to Outrageous Fortune, Um, she's a theatre actor primarily, although obviously that TV gig has been pretty great over the last few years, so she's a star of stage and screen, Uh, this is my first time meeting Sophie, I'm familiar with some of her work, Um, she blew me away as uh, Nora in a recent rewrite of the classic Ibsen play A Doll's House. Emily Perkins adapted that and made it a bit more contemporary and Sophie had the lead role. She carries the emotional weight of of the play. Uh, that play is touring the country to a few um, to a, a few small venues soon. So we talk about that play and her role in that play quite a bit and about her life, uh, learning the trade and, and now applying it. She is the daughter of Peter Hambleton, he's a famous Wellington actor um, well, he has national and international credits, but I say Wellington actor because he's a stalwart of circuit theatre. Uh, so it was nice getting to uh, meet Sophie and talk to her all about her life and her job and acting and how she does it and uh, the... the uh, success and the struggle of it you know looking for the next gig it's always just around the corner um i i really enjoyed this chat and i hope you do too my thanks to tea leaf tea le Petit chocolat and Yeasty boys this is me talking to actor sophie hambleton i've seen some of your work and i guess that's probably how you encounter a few people these days yeah you know people have some idea of you yeah given they've seen you in a show or they've seen you on tv mm-hmm. Um so I, I want to get to know uh, I guess um just exactly who you are and where you've come from. So you grew up in Wellington? I did. Yeah. 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 And what was going on for you?
1: Um so we I went to Newtown Primary School. Um we yeah, my brother and I grew up there mostly. Um and I've got a brother who's 5 years younger than me. Mm.
2: Um,
1: and most of our family is wellington based we had a set of cousins who were um here for a while and then they also lived in singapore um and we went twice to see them once when i was three and mm. i don't really remember it but another time when i was 12 mm. we went over there which was pretty cool and um yeah and then i went to brooklyn primary school for the last two years and then uh wellington east girls college um and then toy mm. yeah mm. so wellington until i was 26
0: your dad is really what Wellington acting royalty he is part, he is he's yeah. part of, he's part of the club
1: yeah he is he is yeah.
0: a, a, a theatre Stalwart in Wellington. He's obviously done TV and film and mm. all sorts of things, but he's he's one of the names that would come up yeah. pretty quickly in a conversation of Wellington actors. Yeah. Uh, when did you know that about him? You know, because he's just dad.
1: Yeah, I think... I was actually talking to Jean Sargent um, mm. about this. We grew up together the other day, and mm. I remember... Uh, the old circuit building, Mm,
2: mm.
1: we were allowed to go and see um, a play that my dad and her dad were in, and Michelle Amass, actually, Mm. and we have this really incredibly vivid memory of, I think we sat either right up the back or maybe in the ops box, and we had salt and vinegar chips, and it was the most bizarre kind of experience. Like, I I have a memory of, like, watching Dad, Mm, mm. but it's not Dad, and Mm. you know that it's... You know what it is, but you've never ex- seen it or experienced it before. And being a bit kind of like, sort of shocked at him mm. for talking and walking and behaving in this non-dad way. Mm. Um, and then it probably wasn't till I was in my teens that we would go and see dad's shows that I kind of became aware of, I guess, who he was outside of who he was at home. Mm. Um, and also like... Because he's the kind of person he is, we would be somewhere, supermarket or cafes or whatever, and people do come and Mm. say hello to him. And he has this phenomenal memory for people. Wow. So he's like, oh, this is Jenny. Jenny did my makeup on a commercial (laughs) 20 years ago. Yeah, right. Francis runs the Kandala library and Mm. comes to see every show. You know, it's, like, embarrassing because... I, don't yeah, have that, yeah, yeah. I haven't inherited that trait. I'm like, who are you? Oh, God, we met yesterday. Um, so I think it was, yeah, and then, like, I remember sort of 17, 18, that it was a bit cool
2: mm, for mm. a little
1: while, like, go to an opening night, have some mm. champagne. Mum and Dad would go home and I would sort of stay and hang out with other actors and mm, mm. all of that. Um, yeah, so it was kind of... That first memory, and
0: then, and he's a. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know your father. I've never met him, but I've watched him over the years, and a lot of things. And he's a great actor. He's a big presence as an actor too. Mm. Like I'm just thinking about. Um, uh, just saw him the other month at Circa, and mm. I mean, he was. in... Uh, you know, it was almost like it almost felt like a victory lap watching him <laughs> in that role. Yeah. Um, was that
1: um, yeah. with the sh- the colourful shoes and Waithe Pagotto? Yeah, Waithe Pagotto.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was like, man, he. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. he was. You know, I want to say chewing scenery, but when yeah. people say that, it sounds like a bad thing. He yeah. was doing it in the very best way. Like yeah, he totally. just he just looked like he was relishing this yeah. particular role, and he was absolutely perfect for it. Yeah, and I've seen him in things like that over the years. Where it's like you're, you know, he he. He can be very subtle and all of that as well, Mm. but he's a big presence as an actor, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. Um, Which I think is I think I've inherited Mm. a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, it's interesting, you just... As you kind of get older, I guess, Mm -hmm. and you start to understand, like, who you are and what you bring and Mm -hmm. what you Mm -hmm. represent and and, da-da-da, and watching Dad, like, with different eyes now, having been a act, professional actor um, myself for a, a number mm. of years. Mm. So, yeah, no, that, I, I hadn't actually thought about putting it that way. Yeah. But now you was, say that I'm like, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> was, was it kind of feast or famine for
1: you guys? I don't ever remember it being um, that. Mm. Like, we never...
0: And your mum had stable work.
1: Yeah, so yeah, she so. made a choice. <laughs> yeah. And um, she's done incredible things um, over our lifetime, like a myriad of, of wonderful jobs. She's got two masters, um, and she's she's done phenomenal things. But, yeah, she's always had a steady mm. um, steady job. One's got to hold the ship down. To- yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't think about that until yeah. you're doing it yourself or you yeah. become an adult and you go far out. That's really incredible mm. that they made that work. I mean, I remember, like, one year I had a birthday party at McDonald's mm. with, like, ten friends from school, you know, and mm. maybe that was a Roger Hall year um, <laughs> <laughs> for
2: Um, yeah, yeah, um yeah.
1: <laughs> But we never, like, missed out or was aware of it. We always went places in the school holidays. Maybe that was Whanganui or mm. Paraparauumu, mm, but, mm. like, you know. So... Um, well, you
0: just you just don't know when you're a kid no. what what sacrifices your well, you. We don't know what things folks. You don't know what things cost. Totally, you don't.
1: totally. And I, I've certainly become aware as I've become an adult of um, and and doing it myself. How kind of yeah, feast yeah. or famine. You know, it's like my, let's go out for dinner and actually order bottles of wine, yeah. or let's drink them at home for <laughs> yeah. ten dollars. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
0: My my dad sold cars, and uh, I thought that. Um, for a long time, I actually thought that my folks just liked cleaning cars together. He would bring cars home and valet them yeah. at, for extra cash. Yeah. You know, why, why use a valet service when I can do this? And yeah. so he would spend his nights and weekends doing that, and mum got in and would help him. And wow. I thought that was how they They were having fun. They were having fun. I, 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 for quite some time, as a little kid, thought, oh, that's just their hobby.
2: Yeah.
0: And I didn't think that that's why I got to... You know play sport or whatever yeah 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 you, yeah,
1: just, you have no it's a <laughs> no totally and I think I've inherited both kind of um senses of that like my mum is really good with money mm. and um, you know sure P. is too but mm. like having that kind of um you never know yeah kind of when one person's paycheck may yes. come in yeah yeah, yeah. um I, my boyfriend yeah. will listen to this and be like you are not good with money." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I kind of know the realities, I think, yes. a bit more now. Yeah.
0: So were you um, bitten by the bug?
1: I, a, you know? I think so, but, like, also when I was in sixth form, I <laughs> wanted to be a beauty therapist. Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with that mm. at all, but it now strikes me as quite bizarre. Like, I yeah. don't really know why I wanted to, to, to do that. But um, I, I think I was, and then...
0: Have you had the chance to play one?
1: Well, Carol is was yeah. a hairdresser. Yeah, yeah, I was so gonna say, so you're
0: getting close. Getting close.
1: Yeah. Um but I just before I um applied to go to Toy I I think I sort of dramatically turned my back on mm. that option and was gonna do other things and um then I was sort of like 18 and 19 and like oh my god What's life and my mum was like why don't you Just apply for drama school give it a go (laughs)
0: Yeah
1: you know if you get there And you absolutely hate it and it's not for you just You leave you know Um, And that was the turning point And Mm. I did it and I got on so I But I I think I don't know if I knew Mm. Really Mm. Even at that age Mm. what it actually Meant and what it was actually going to be like And I knew that I enjoyed it um, and I'd done Young and Hungry and, um, the year previous and it was directed by Nancy Brunning mm-hmm. and had this wonderful time and, you know, I think maybe then was a little bit bitten by mm. the wonderfulness of, of it all. But I I don't think until almost before graduating toy was I like, oh, this could really be the life mm. that I mm. lead. I was a bit like, is it...? and also, you know, as a young woman to get political for a moment, the world tells you no. Mm. You're not good enough. You're not good-looking enough. Mm, mm. There's only two roles for you. You know, like mm, you've got mm, all of that going mm. on as a young woman as well. So mm. I I think I was a little bit like, oh, this is too hard. But um here I am. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, I mean, what uh, I've, I when mean, I've talked to a few actors that have been through toy and 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 things similar, um, how intense and rewarding is that experience for you?
1: It's both intense and rewarding, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you're a young adult, and I feel like that is such a um, complex time in our human development. You're barely out of being a child and a teenager, and then you're suddenly this adult thing. Mm. And you've chucked in with 22 people... You've just met, and you spend pretty much every waking moment with them. Your your dem- it's expected of you to be this incredibly kind of open, uh, vulnerable sponge in a way. Yet you also are discovering your agency as mm-hmm. a human, and um, yeah, it was it was very intense. Mm. But every year that I get further away from it, I go, wow, that the gems start to kind of become Mm. clearer, I think. Mm. You just don't know who you are or what you're doing at age 20. Yeah. And I think, God, I was a mess. But Mm. I don't blame myself. Yeah, like anyone. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) I think for a long time I really blamed myself for being a mess Mm. and being 20 and A, thinking I knew everything and B, not knowing barely how to be a human, let alone an adult, let alone an actor. And now I'm like, that wasn't your fault. Mm -mm. You were... 20 years old
0: when you get about older you realize that yeah even the people that don't outwardly project that they're any sort of mess are probably a mess
1: yeah. at that age yeah everyone's
0: got their shit I was that just they're...
1: outwardly projecting yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, yeah. so I'm <laughs> I'm less hard on myself about as befits
0: your training <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah Jesus. yeah so there were some incredibly positive wonderful things particularly the people that I met and that mm. I went through I'm mm. still really close to a large number of them from my year, which is quite, um, and the years around me, which Mm. is quite, um, phenomenal. And yeah, like I say, the further I get away from that time, the more older I get, the, the negative things become less important or you start to kind of be able to figure out what they were. And I take less responsibility Mm. for the trauma. Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) Um, I know it wasn't my fault.
0: Now you have the the same last name as your dad. You keep that at this point. Do you do you when when and if do you get like I guess any sort of feeling of being judged by that or or that that it's a help or a hindrance? Does that come into your life around that time?
1: Y- yeah, it. Um, bits of both. Yeah, bits of both. Yeah. Like in a way you sometimes already have a um pe- people will talk to you or they they know dad so they mm. say oh you're peter's daughter oh mm, great mm. la 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 there's a kind of a stepping stone i guess There, mm. i think and then an
0: expectation that comes with it i, suppose. I think so yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think like, so um
1: i certainly i think i put that on myself quite a bit mm. particularly when i was younger um and I certainly received a lot of that from certain people in my early mm. training and early life. Mm. Uh, I now believe that was possibly their own mm-hmm. relationship to him and his mm. success, rather than anything to do with me. Um, but yeah, you do. You are kind of living up to a, a name or mm. living under a name. I. It was never. I never felt negative about it. Until other people made me feel negative about it, mm-hmm,
2: mm. but
1: I think again now that I'm much older, I go well. It's a legacy, and it's a wonderful thing. Mm. And if it opens doors, so be it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Um, and people, we all
0: have to. We all, have, I think, we all eventually get to the point where we're like gosh, you've got to use what you can use. Yeah. You know, like if it's if it's going to come in handy, if it's helpful to yeah. to borrow from that or, yeah. or mention that.
1: And or, it's a really positive legacy. Like yes, that is a yeah. good person as well yeah, as yeah, being right. a good actor. Yeah. So I think if he was a complete shit. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, or if you
0: had <laughs> issues with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then
1: yeah. it may be more complicated. Yes. But most people that I met who have worked with him particularly yeah. are so fond of him and yeah. have fond memories that it's it's a very positive um,
2: mm.
1: I mean, if I was a complete disaster too, and they were like, "Oh, Peter Herbertson, such a great person! What happened to you?" You know, you'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, thanks." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: so when do you? What's your first kind of um, breakthrough for you?
1: Um, I think there's, I think there's a couple mm. around about the same time. I did a play at Downstage with my dear friend Willem Bassanar. Um, directed, which was my sur- first sort of professional paying mm. gig in a mm-hmm. way that was at Downstage called Little Dog Laughed, mm-hmm. and I was nominated for a Chapman trip that year as well, and that was sort of, I think, putting a bit of a mark down. Because
0: mm. um, it's milestone anyway, and yeah. that it's, as you say, first proper
2: gig.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, so that was kind of quite important, and I think... um staying in Wellington and kind of establishing myself here and working with wonderful dear friends mm. both at BATS and then sh- some shows at Circa um, and then I went to Auckland and I was cast in Silo Theatre Company's production of Top Girls directed mm-hmm. by Shane Bosher and I think that was another like here I am mm. sort of Piece in a way because again it was a professional job and I auditioned and I was mm. cast and and people saw me, um, mm. yeah. But I I've also travelled. I've gone around New Zealand and where where work's taken me, and through that I've been able to play huge kind of range of roles in places where maybe not necessarily all the right people are going to see mm. you, mm. Um, but. I haven't really bothered about that. I've, you know, um, playing Janet Frame was pretty phenomenal piece in my career, and that mm. was predominantly in the South Island. Um,
0: Gigs a gig, right, for Yeah, start. and you get
1: a chance to, like <laughs> and, I wouldn't have... And
0: runs on the board. Yeah, and, necessarily
1: yes. had the chance to experience that mm. outside of where it happened mm. to be mm. um, put on. But yeah, I would say probably Little Dog Laughed, and um, I also did another show here in Wellington called Katie Did Mm -hmm. by Lucy O'Brien, which was about a young woman with cerebral palsy, and um, I won Actress of the Year that year, I think I was 26 or 27, Um, and I think that was another kind of, uh, what's the word? Here I am, this Mm, is my... A next
0: level. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. so yeah and I've had those kind of
0: opportunities which has been really special because it's like you know when you're when you're learning an instrument or learning a performance of any craft I think you can almost feel like you're hitting your head against the wall for quite some time and then you reach a next level with it
2: yeah
0: and all of that frustration suddenly feels worth it because you recognise you had to go through that yep and so I imagine like what you're talking about it's the same sort of graduated steps like next thing a performance not only gets heralded but you're almost it's almost like you're heralding yourself you're yes, going
1: it's exactly that I think for me I it's how I feel about it and how I mm. know what I've put into it and and what it is and the people that I've worked with to create it like I I've been lucky I haven't had too many experiences of oh jesus why are we doing this or this is so Mm. dreadful but i have to pay my rent you know i Mm. i I really have been lucky in that sense potentially it's my attitude around it too but Mm. um yeah i think it's when you and we're not encouraged to really celebrate in ourselves this is good Mm. i'm doing good and i think because the word good becomes so complicated Mm. but when you Feel a real sense of like I got my teeth into this and mm. I fucking bit it off and chewed it up and spat it out or whatever. Mm. That, um, I, I trust that in myself and I, I, I always have actually.
0: Um, I, I, w- I want to go off somewhere else, but you saying that is just all I'm thinking is my experience of watching you, what you're just t- talking about there. All I'm thinking of is Doll's House, oh, yeah, and uh, that that's to me you know exemplifies everything you're talking about yeah, there yeah that was um, so can we go off and talk about that yeah, for a bit, and then we, can, then we can maybe go somewhere else but um what I mean for, I guess most simply what was that like for you and when did you know I mean that that feels like such a that felt like such a leap of faith production
1: yeah yeah that was absolutely incredible I want to champion Kathy McRae and Emily Perkins here Mm. for a second. Like Mm. I've known Kathy pretty much all my life and we hadn't worked together until I was in uh, her short film um, about a year or so, maybe two before Doll's House. Mm. And I heard she was doing Emily's um, Doll's House at Circa
2: Mm.
1: and I I found the email the other day, actually. I messaged her and was like, Mm. have you cast it? Can I come and talk to you? And I just happened to be... Back in Wellington after doing Fleabag in mm. Palmerston North, mm. and I met up with her um, to just do a read and kind of see if I'd be right, and we would we would work. And funnily enough, Arthur, who was doing a play at Circa at the time, was available to read opposite me for her. So mm. it was kind of this weird like seeding mm. synergy thing. Mm. And then yeah, we we she was like yeah you know please that would be awesome, and mm. it was like the I think the biggest. Role to date that mm. I've um, ta- taken on. Well,
0: you care. I mean, for people listening that aren't hundred percent sure, that it, it is the classic Ibsen yeah play, Doll's House. But it was uh, re imagined.
2: rearranged, reimagined
0: yeah. by Emily Perkins, yeah. updated, yeah, and yeah, and and uh, and you know, sort of yeah, reworked, yeah, and you are not just the the principal. Mm. Role, but it is a case of um you really, you know you really do carry mm. the emotional heft of this emotional yeah. play yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's so it's um exponential yeah. yeah yeah and she's
1: literally dancing a different beat with every yes. one of yes. those other Four characters. That's right, yes. um, That she encounters and Mm. that thing of
0: she... Miserably and gloriously out of step.
1: Yeah, totally. (laughs) And as an actor, you know at the beginning of the play that you have to get to that final huge big Mm. scene with Theo and what happens at the Mm. end. And it's that crazy thing of like, the character doesn't know where it's going, (laughs) Mm. but you
0: go... The actor driving the character. What's in the (laughs)
1: tank, mate? (laughs) Because it's all of it to get to that point (laughs) Mm. and then you don't really have a chance to refill before you hit that big kind of crescendo at the end. But it was so wonderful. Like the people that we had in the cast and Mm. I feel like possibly it was one of those situations where it was the right time Mm. for, Mm. for me. I think about it now and I'm like, shit. I don't know if I could have handled that any earlier Mm. in my career because it was at a point where I was really starting to articulate and clarify myself, and myself as an actress, and myself as a lead actress, and uh, myself as a woman, and all of those kind of mm. things that you, I feel like you hit after mm. you turn mm. thirty one or so, mm. um, and tr- really trusting Kathy and everybody else in the cast, and kind of going, yeah, I will, I, I'm going to step up to this and i'm gonna smash it and just go like, literally quite, at the quietly, end. <laughs> yeah and yeah. like really quietly yeah. saying that to myself yeah. like you're gonna
0: smash this because
2: mm.
1: you're again t- told you well can't. it's
0: like a model production where the you know the set was essentially a oh. character yeah and because uh, i i went to that quite quite late Got i think i might have gone to one of the very last performances there i think i was away so i missed the uh, you know the first um first few chances to get to it oh cool and I was blown away by it and in that way where you go how the fuck do they get up and do this every night how have they done this for four weeks or whatever it was because I I felt like it would have taken everything out of all of you just to do that one performance I saw which is which is great because that means you're doing your job yeah correctly yeah that's
1: cool that's cool but
0: how was the run of that play what was it physically and emotionally exhausting more I, so than anything
1: else? Yeah, I, sort of. Like, it was so positive as well. You know, mm. like, we, I so loved it that I was also in my personal life falling in love mm-hmm. when we were um, performing it. Mm. So, it and i also knew i was getting on a plane to bali for 5 weeks the right we've...
0: right so, perf- <laughs> so as you say perfect conditions yeah, all around yeah I, I was <laughs> like just timing. just
1: get just get through yeah, but i yeah. was having such a, a wonderful time in it mm. it's one of those things where yeah you you're giving it your all but you are not spiritually and emotionally and mentally getting so much back from from doing it and feeling like mm. you're really getting stuck in and doing your job and um, stepping into a role like that. And I had my beautiful kāli um in the dressing room and we would make a tea and light the oil burner and mm. she would plait my hair. And, you know, it was just such a delicious time that I never felt like, oh, God, I've got to go and do the show. I, ne- You know?
0: Well, it was like my wife and my in-laws and a friend, five of us that went to it, and we came back here, it was like the Sunday yeah. matinee. It might have been the last performance,
2: actually, oh, cool. I
0: think. Or, you know, it was in that last week. Yeah. And uh, and we came back and we're kind of, kind of gobsmacked. I, oh, cool. I know we got the original script down, because yeah, cool. I had studied it, you know, years ago, yeah. and we were like, kind of talk. Some of us knew the play already and some didn't. And, and gradually it became, I, yeah, I guess all those things like, Circa theatre and the playwright and the cast mm-hmm. could want. You know, we, we spent the evening kind oh, of that's awesome. unpacking it and comparing it. Yeah. You know, our experiences. But it was.
1: That is what we wanted. It was a <laughs>
0: gobsmacking thing to have happen. Cool. You know,
1: that's so cool.
0: You walk out of some plays and go, that was great. Yeah. What's
1: next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
0: what, what am I going to do now? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to go out and have some food or I might even go home and watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but I still really liked what I saw. And yeah. then there are others where you're like, no, no, I can't move on from this. Not just yet. Yeah, cool. And it was one of those.
1: Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it, 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 I think it did that for a lot of people. Like my grandma came to see it mm. and um, she said something really interesting. She said afterwards, I really get it. I really get her. Mm. And because I, I was thinking, oh, I don't know if she, if it will be too you know modern for her or or mm, something mm. like that. But she was really um, taken by by it and Nora's plight, I guess,
2: mm.
1: um, which I found really interesting. It was special as well because um, Dad and Miranda had done the original Dolls House at the old Circa, mm. however many years ago. So it kind of had a special
2: yeah link yeah. and, and yeah. tie yeah.
1: Um, there as well in, in the what was their feedback? um I think that yeah they they loved it I mean mm. I think they were very dad was very proud um and uh Miranda and Stuart came to see it and um they sent me a really great text afterwards mm. I mean it must be weird like mm. I mm. it must be interesting to see not only a play you know so well but reimagined, like we say but also mm. like your daughter
0: yes and you were in it yeah a yeah, version yeah. of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and i yeah. think
1: maybe even that dad was the same age mm, as me mm, if not
0: yeah younger yeah, yeah you know
1: all of that kind of yeah i mean by the time he was my age he had two small children yeah um my brother and me so i can't imagine i mean carly has a um a daughter as well like i am so lucky that I can literally indulge yes, my yeah, yeah, yeah. being and myself in my work yeah. um, and be quite selfish about my time and my energy um, at the moment. Mm. So I can't imagine what having to get up <laughs> at 7 o'clock in the morning to small children would be. Well, for a start, it would be a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, Stephen, listen to me. I'm like, children get up at 7, don't they? No, they don't. They get up at 5 or something and mm. like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, So I really (laughs) admire the fact that, um, you know, people take on roles this size or this big and have the responsibility of keeping another human alive.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-mm. Are you you thinking... Your selfish choice is going to be necessary to sustain yourself, or are you thinking, um, you know, oh, I'm open to the idea of, of creating family? Yeah, I'm definitely. I only ask them. because, like, you know, for some people, I know some people that are like musicians or actors who have, who have flat out said, mm. I'd like to have kids, but it actually makes no sense. And mm. of course, there are loads of people that do make it work.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and I think, like, loads of people, and mm. it's very inspiring. But and- is
0: it something you feel you've had to actually, you do actually have to think about? Like, um,
1: I guess so, I mean, I have been a single unit, I will say, for <laughs> most of my, in fact, all of my life and car- adulthood and career mm. up until recently, right, so right. I haven't ever really thought about it, yeah, yeah. and that, I mean, for a long time I desperately wanted a baby, but I think that was like potentially <laughs> filling a gap or a void, or I don't know what it was about, um, and I do love kids, but... Um, I guess in a way, yeah, I've been able to like go to Christchurch for four months or Mm. Dunedin for four months and Palmerston North for two months and Mm. put everything in the back of my car and figure it out later, you know. So it will, I know that it will change that, but I also feel now like, well, we'll just do that. And Mm. I see so many incredible people, my friends, make it work. Mm. Um, And I think also potentially the world... Uh, industry, whatever, is so much more um, allowing and supportive of parents. Mm, mm. Not enough yet, mm. probably, yeah, but you yeah. know, there's yeah. great oh, things about sure. children coming into rehearsal rooms yeah, and yeah, yeah. on set and da-da-da, so yeah, maybe yeah. by the time I pop them out.
0: Even, <laughs> even um, you know, sort of like thinking about um, what they did with, with Rants in the Dark, Emily's oh, play, yeah. and then having, like, you know, the equivalent of like a mums and bubs session, yeah. like even projecting it out to the audience, yeah. and obviously in that um, production, you know the. It's fit. Renee, who was the lead in that, yeah, you know, was was the mother of young children. Yeah. On the opening night of the preview, she she fluffed a line and then said, "You know, bear with and was able to say because of the style of that play." Yeah. Bear with me, yeah. <laughs> I've got baby brain. Yeah. And it's amazing. It was the cleverest thing a person could do in yeah. that particular show because she suddenly had probably the entire audience on her side. Totally. And, and if not, she had 80% of the audience on her side.
1: Yeah, yeah. Know. And, like, I also say to myself, like, oh, get real. People have been doing it for mm. fucking decades. Yeah, like, yeah. mother, solo mothers, solo mothers, yeah. people, yeah. of course it'll be fine. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But, I, I mean, yeah, like, I'd, you know, I think of your performance in Doll's House and you go, that is the sort of role and your effort in that where – I feel, you know, you're going to turn around and say, well, I'm a trained actor and, mm. you know, I've done these other things and I'm I'm never going to quite understand that because I haven't done that. Mm. But I look at that and go, well, that is an example of a role where you it feels like mm. you are giving your absolute all to yeah. that role and that that is what is required.
1: Yeah, totally. And that role is interesting to talk about that because first off, I'll say, like, women are phenomenal. Mm. They, we will do it, mm-hmm. even if we're on mm-hmm. our last legs, you know um, men do too short, sure, but you know, as mothers and as women so I would say, you're right well, Like well,
0: men do it from a position of um, you know, the, the deck's stacked in our favour, men yeah. do it from a position of privilege, which some of, you know not enough of us are only just coming around <laughs> to kind of acknowledge it, yeah,
1: yeah totally <laughs> that's
0: the divide that you're talking about yeah. that's, that's, that's why women are phenomenal because they haven't had that Buffer.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think also your life, your personal life, enriches your work and you in a way and gives you your stamina and your energy and you know you don't have a choice sometimes mm. to just mm. you got to got to do it and I, I would say the experience I had of Dolls House was so incredibly enriching and beautiful that I probably would have been able to do anything mm. and that sh- like it wasn't a slog. Mm. It was. Yeah, it, was, it took a lot out of me, but in a really positive way as well, in a really kind of, yes, I can take on the world.
0: One of the things that I, th- I guess the script, the original script and the rewrite does very well, very subtly but powerfully in that, and that you particularly brought to it, I thought, was the acknowledging this sort of symbiotic relationship between strength and vulnerability. Mm. You know this yeah. this 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 woman is unraveling. Yeah. And yet there's a real stoicism around some of that. Yeah. Of you know. And and, she, and it fit with some of those themes of of our time.
2: Yeah.
0: Around things, you know, people using the word gaslighting and. Yeah. You know, it was so cleverly updated to to speak to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, and I think she. Um, it's, it spoke really well to, like, she finds that strength in mm. herself in that moment, it, you know, that she either didn't know she had or was afraid to kind of find up until that point or it didn't work. It was yeah. like, oh, this energy doesn't work in my life. But, yeah. you know, f- and I think that's a really um, incredible thing to show o- 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 of a woman going, oh, hold on a minute, I do have this phenomenal mm power and strength inside of me and i'm going to use it now Mm. to survive um that was great to kind of play with
0: we are talking about um you doing a good job on the stage um (laughs) can we talk about is there has there been a flip side to that for you have Mm. there been like roles where you have been you know and i'm talking about when you're established when you're Mm. trained when you're in the zone have you felt, you don't have to name the actual role, have you felt you've failed on some level or um, even just in a moment made a mistake? What is what is that like on stage, the opposite feeling to what we've been discussing?
1: Yeah, I uh, like I say, I've been pretty lucky in mm. that regard. Um, I think the only time that that's... And it's happened in, in screen as well, where you go away from your instinct, Mm. because for whatever reason, um, the environment you've created the work in, or, um, you don't trust yourself, or whatever, that you've, you've gone, I've gone against my instinct, um, maybe I've been directed in that way, and, and come up against that, or the circumstances around it, um, and you, you sort of bomb, Mm.
2: um,
1: what they call it, and... I feel like I'm, I am can be very in tune with an audience or my fellow actors or myself and just go, y- you made the wrong choice mm. because you didn't trust the choice you had inside you. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, I've done a couple of shows that I didn't love, like mm. didn't speak to me.
0: Yeah, they can't all be bangers, right? Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: like so... F- you yeah um and there's always been something whether like the people or the other experiences around it that you just go well that this there were some great moments but Mm. I yeah Mm. or (laughs) just I think just times where I've maybe tried too hard and I think we all Mm. do that
0: can you is it, do you catch yourself in that moment
1: yeah yeah I, I think it's almost even just before yeah, you do yeah, it yeah, you yeah. know but you do it I've anyway.
0: overread the omelette. Yeah, yeah I've got to cook it anyway <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> or maybe sometimes it's not necessarily your fault like I said like you might have been directed in a way and or the writing or mm, some mm. something hasn't quite worked and mm. you just go, Oh, that's awkward Well
0: the other I think I talked a bit with Brom and about this but the other thing I am always interested in with theatre is the collaboration aspect of the, the team aspect mm. of the players on stage. Mm. So, yes, there's all these other things that get you to the dance, you know, the crew, the writing, the director. But in that moment where the production is happening, mm. even if, you know, like I say, you know, your father are waiting for Godot, where he is the only person speaking and he's on stage with a character that's mute. <laughs> so it's all about him. Yeah. And he, is, he has to fill the stage and he does. But... In those other moments where you've got a line or two and it's it dancing around the stage, you're, you know, it's reliant on everyone. Mm. And it's fascinating that. Like, I think more so than in a filmed, you yes. know, production. Because yes. this is why we go and see, you know. I, I, I go to live theatre and I don't want there to be a mistake. Mm. But I'm in anticipation of one. Yeah. I, you know? And, yeah. You know, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm willing it. But I want to see... If it happens, and yeah. you know, I trust you guys, I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna climb out of it really well. If there is a little, and I'm, I, I, you know, I've, I guess, I've absorbed enough culture as a reviewer, and I go to enough things that I don't want it to go badly. But I'm really open to the idea that if there is a mistake, yeah, you guys are gonna fix it on the spot, and that's fascinating to me.
1: Well, I've got a story about that that prompted me to remember in a doll's house. Um, we had a scene where we we're all drinking wine, um, four of us characters, mm. and we had these wine glasses, and one uh, just happened to fall on the on the floor and smash, and um, there wasn't really anything anyone could do. I was mm. sort of the only one that could do anything about it, and so the next person on the stage with me was Peter McCauley. So in that scene, I managed to pick up Bits of the glass, and we had a um, brush pan and shovel backstage just in case. So it sort of manufactured going to get that and sweep it up. Lala, I was in bare feet as well. And I some paper towels, I think I found and got that. And in the process of doing that, I cut my finger quite badly Mm. um, because I wasn't really paying attention. And he goes off stage, and I was like, fuck, I've got that big end of the play to get Mm. through. I don't go off stage again. And for another 30 minutes or something. So, Carly comes on stage with oh, Arthur comes on stage with a bunt, bunch of flowers, which I hold to my wound. Mm. Then, Carly comes on stage and she takes the flowers off. So, as I was giving them to her, I pulled her to me and said, Can you get some
0: plasters? I've done my finger. Wow.
1: And she goes off. <laughs> she sort of looks at me and she goes off. And so, what she did, which was genius, was she comes back and hands me the flowers, and on the inside of the vase was two plasters. So I grabbed those in the middle of the scene. Yeah. Wrap my finger up without kind of looking, and I'd had a period of time in the space where I didn't have anything on my finger and it was bleeding. What I didn't realize is that it was dripping. Yeah. And the audience, some audience, had spotted it. Yeah, yeah. So they were having that thing of like, oh, yeah, this yeah, probably yeah, hasn't yes. been supposed to happen. But we kind of did this weird. One part of the brain yeah. was going. The only person who can probably get me a pasta is Carly. I have. Th- a yeah. window of opportunity to get it, and she she did, which was genius, and, yeah. and hid them and brought it back, and I and I wrapped up my finger, and by the end, it had bled through the That's plaster amazing. again. But so you're like,
0: you know, this is like jazz musicians having that conversation with each other, yeah. that the audience is only aware of the end result of it. They're not actually seeing, Yeah. you know, there is the unspoken aspect of the...
1: Yeah, yeah. and you just sort of almost lift out of yourself, and you mm. keep doing the play, and you go where is the solution
0: what could that's i absolutely i'm sure i'm i'm hopefully speaking for anyone who's not an actor that's just unfathomable <laughs> to us you know it's, I, I i watch you guys and go how the fuck do you remember all the lines <laughs> yeah. you know i'm still stuck at that i go to plays every month at circa mm-hmm. and i watch movies most nights and i still think how the fuck do they remember all the lines yeah <laughs> you know that's where
1: <laughs> i marvel at that myself well, uh, sometimes yeah
0: i bet but I think that's a good position to to be in as mm. an active audience member because that that alone is going to keep you engaged. Yeah, and totally. Going along, totally. Know? We don't want to find out the magician's trick.
1: Yeah, totally. We? Not completely. No, otherwise there'd be no magic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. so right.
0: Yeah. So I mean, yeah, the doll's house was was special. Now, um, before you even do that, you're known to people now for being on TV,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and really one of the, I guess, iconic TV shows in New Zealand, or certainly iconic TV franchise. Mm. So you play a, a regular character on West Side, which is the prequel
2: to yep. Outrageous
0: Fortune. Yep. And I I haven't tuned in as religiously to West Side as I did Outrage, uh, Outrageous Fortune, but I kind of plan to. Mm. I've seen it enough to know that it's good, cool. that it's its own thing, yeah. but that it, it, it nicely fills in some you know, blanks. Um, how do you get that job and what does that job mean to you?
1: Um, well, what it means to me is when Outrageous finished, I remember thinking, oh my God, I'll never be able to be on that show yeah. now and being absolutely devastated. Like, yeah. that was kind of the pinnacle for me. Like, I wanted to be on that show so bad and yeah. Mum and I would watch it every week together and cry and laugh and just yeah. live for it. Um So, I work at um, the Pro Actors with Tim Gordon. I have for kind of, I think coming up 10 years now, like Mm. in between acting jobs been the most incredible um, relationship and opportunity and support, you know, to have a job in between acting Mm. jobs that you love is Mm. so wonderful. Anywho, the casting brief came through to the office that, and I think it was announced that they were going to make the six part Mm. historical drama prequel of Grandpa Ted and Rita, Mm, mm. who we never meet in Outrageous. Mm. I was like, far out. That would be so cool. Oh, my God. I
2: can't
1: wait. And I think, I don't know, I can't remember if it had been announced that Tony, Antonia was going to play her own grandmother at Mm. that stage. Doesn't
0: she play her in a flashback right now? Yes. Yeah. In Outrageous. So that kind of sets it up. It was seeded. That that was obviously part of the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, um... So, Tim, um, uh, yeah, submitted me, um, for, uh, the role of Carol, um, who was, she didn't feature in Outrageous Fortune Mm. at all. I think she was mentioned Mm -hmm. maybe once, once or twice. Anyway, so, um, they said, okay, great, yep, we'd like to see an audition tape, because I was still Wellington-based at that time. So, I went and shot that, um, at, with Rachel Bullock at her studio, and, um, I remember at the time I had this like quite trashy um, imitation leather jacket from somewhere, mm. and I was like, oh, "I'll wear that. That'll be real cool, and you know that'll work." <laughs> and blah blah blah. And um, sent it up there, and then I was put on hold for the role, and that was like, "Oh my god, amazing, cool!" And then I was at the tip, um, and Tim was on his way back from America um, where he'd been the Toronto Film Festival and he called me to tell me that I had been cast as I mm. was like mm. I think I was throwing like an old computer or something <laughs> like it was just like the most bizarre kind of life yeah. Yeah. moment yeah. and I I had to be in Auckland like two weeks later I bought a car off my uncle I called a friend a family friend and was like can I come stay with you mm. it's 10 weeks in Auckland and I have no idea what to expect or what's going on mm. and um then, yeah, there we there I was, kind wow. of. Yeah, it was, it was so cool.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It was so cool. And, like, we did a camera test, which I'd also never done before, so I had no idea what the hell to do. Mm. And it was in the West living room um, that they'd rebuilt in the mm. studio. And I just remember not even kind of realising what I was doing. And, oh, I've got to go in for this camera test. What the fuck's a camera test? Oh, okay. And I was made up as Carol at that point, who... It's the weird process of like dressing and makeup and hearing a character you don't even you're not quite Mm. even really sure Mm. who they are yet. Mm. Um, That that's the collaboration side I guess as well. Mm. But and walking in oh god I'm going into this thing and suddenly noticing the carpet from that West living room Mm. and just being like oh oh my fucking god (laughs) I'm actually here here. yeah yeah and that really helped. sort of land me mm. there I think mm. and then meeting everybody and unfortunately the day of the first ever read-through of episode one season one we got the news in the morning that our dear friend Willem had um, uh, had died in, uh, he was in Holland um, with his family at the time and it was probably one of the most shocking and um, heartbreaking, devastating pieces of news. He um he took his own life, mm. and just having that earth-shattering thing happen, and then having to get in my car and drive to the studio to start this process, and going, yeah. I don't even know who this really who this woman is yet that I've got to create, yeah. and just being there in utter shock, um, and just opening my mouth and going, well. <laughs> mm. This is what's gonna, what's gonna come out is is what's gonna come out, and yeah, starting that process and that kind of devastated um, Mm. shock, um, Mm. and starting shooting and and everything was surreal, Mm. but being surrounded by um, all of my, most of my friends, um, and a few of the cast members also going through the experience that I was, the grief that I was. So we kind of at least had each other. Mm. But, um, yeah, it sort of marked in my mind that day. Wow,
0: yeah. And so, I mean, when the the first season hits, you know, all we've got to go on, really, is Antonia Mm. as a, 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 um, I guess, a kind of beacon of acting quality relating to what, you know, because we've – got most people tuning into that have gone through most of the seasons of Outrage. Yeah, totally. And and what she represents in terms of how this is filling in backstory.
2: Because
0: mm. um, I remember watching the first season and going, this is great because it totally, you know, speaks to the experience mm. with, but it really worked well to create its own tone within that. You mm. know, like it's, you know, there are familiar, you know, like your character, you play, a version of some of Cheryl's friends. Yeah. You know, so it's... But it's still its own character. Yeah. And its own tone around that. But, yeah. you know, we're from I think, like... I think, well, I don't know if this is the case for the actors. I feel like it is. But I think for the viewers, the reason Outrageous and West Side work is they sort of allow us as a country to explore and admit to our own inner bogan.
1: Totally. <laughs> totally. And it's incredible, like... I get quite a lot of um, women coming up to me that are absolute devotees of both Outrageous and Westside, or mm. were Outrageous mm. in mm. particular, and they are carols. Mm. They, re- you know, or versions of. There's not so many Reeses mm-hmm. out there, or if mm-hmm. there are, they're not the kind of woman who's going to come up to you and a yeah, pick and yeah, save. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, nor um, yeah. would a Iri, I guess, actually. Yes. But the carols that are out there. Yes. Um. And that it's wonderful because they they get that we're looking at ourselves, but they also mm. really um, believe in the women in particular. They yeah. they are.
0: Well, I'm thinking what your comment earlier about women are phenomenal, like yeah. outrageous and Westside yeah. are shining examples of to- that in totally. terms of the the obviously the the jobs they've created for actors in New Zealand to explore really interesting yeah. things, but the characters you've created.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: the
0: women characters yeah you know they and and they're put through a lot yeah and but they yeah that they're, they're not just not just the cliche emotional heart of those stories but yeah. they they offer the real grit the yeah. real soul I think the real storytelling is told through the women in both series
1: yeah yeah and and they like I love the the trio of of Rita and Nairi and Carol mm. because they each allow each other to show and be Mm. you know like I feel like Carol really allows both Rita and Nairi to um show their their loyalty their kindness Mm, their mm, compassion mm. their gal palness. you know those women sitting around drinking gin and tonics and and Mm, going mm. through all of that together but Carol is sort of the um she allows a bit more of that Softness mm. that we we see with Rita, particularly in her relationship to her son mm. and her fierce love for her family. But you know, I love the friendship, the relationship of
0: and Rita and Carol. I'm forgetting all of the names now because it's been a while since I've watched Outrageous. But you know, that's the nice parallel between Rita and Cheryl, yeah. the establishment of these people that 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 are at war with each other mm. in terms of what you know how how they operate yeah um, there's similarities in the in in the way the stories are being told yeah totally yeah and and in who they arm themselves with to yep. get through their battle yeah and
1: and yeah. the sense of the matriarch mm, mm. and um, yeah you know female friendship is yeah. such a female
0: power dynamics totally yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. i
1: think a lot of women Particularly the women that come up to me, they often say, like, oh, my sister's a bit of a Rita, or my boss. (laughs) I'm the Carol. I'm the Carol. Yeah, 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 and you know, my boss (laughs) is a real Nairi. You know, and Mm. it's. I just love it because they they totally get it, and you know that they would be. And what validation
0: for uh, an actor that the character you play can be so. Easily used as a shorthand, yeah. for someone you know, for <laughs> are someone you okay? Are be you a, like a Carol? Buzzfeed you know? quiz yeah. or something? Mystical. <laughs> um, but it, but seriously, that's an amazing. Yeah, it's you know really that, cool. that, that speaks to the not just the quality of your performance, but of the writing as well, obviously. Yeah. And 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 the the overall sort of um, story arc and concept. But, yeah. But that just shows how uniquely New Zealand and perfect in that way these shows are, mm. right?
1: Mm, yeah, it's it's pretty special. Yeah. Um and it's been such an incredible experience. Like it really has been life-changing mm. on so many levels in the fact that I now basically live in Auckland. Um I have these incredible um adult friendships with um the people in the cast and the crew um that I've developed, you know, um, Mm. beautiful relationships with and we've we've kind of experienced major life moments um together I think I've been to three weddings mm. um and there's babies and mm. all of that mm. going on and we you know we, we really only work together a couple of months of every year mm. but being based up in Auckland meant that I kept those relationships yep. going up um going on sorry and yeah so it's that side of it too is Mm. kind of amazing
0: how intense is the sort of shooting schedule if it's only
1: um for for me not so much um Mm. but you know for those kind of lead Mm. um antonia and and people Mm. like that um Mm. work incredibly hard and i'm constantly like oh my god how are you still remembering Mm. your lines Mm. at you know, this hour. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we are really well looked after too. I mean, mm. it's it's lovely um, energy and mm. and members of the crew and things. Like, it really kind of buoys you along.
0: And you talk about people coming up to you and, talk, you know, you, you'd have had, I mean, you've mentioned it a little bit, but you'd have had a few sort of people come up to you and offer a congratulations of sorts for for various theatre roles. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you are on TV... And I know this is not your first time mm. on camera but as soon as you're on TV regularly mm. in a primetime slot on a you know a, a very well established mm. show that that must change the style of the impact
1: Yeah I I think cuz we well I in particular look so different sometimes I think people are like is? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like I've got. A, she
0: looks like that person yeah. that plays
1: Carol. Yeah, you're yeah. sort of in modern day active wear with your hair scraped yeah. back, and.
0: <laughs> Have you ever been told you look like?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, or and I wonder sometimes if as New Zealanders we're like too shame or like, yeah. oh they're cool. I'm, um, you know, like yeah. I, I I don't notice it often because I'm distracted by other things. But it's either that or it's the kind of people who are. Westsiders Mm -hmm. who, who don't bother about all that shit and want to really talk to you that, um, but it doesn't happen to me a a huge amount, I think as well because we're on TV for such a particular period of time, Mm. we're not there every night in everyone's living room, so,
2: um,
1: but it, yeah, I think, um,
0: and people watch differently now too. Like yeah, people, totally. People, you know that's why I'm behind with West Side. You wait until the whole season's exactly grabbable. Yeah, like it's, it's it's great that thing. And in a way, it's great that like I saw the ads for the new season and I was like, oh cool, there's network TV still. That's a good <laughs> reminder. You know, exactly. you know And I have and I have the 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 ability to watch network TV. Yeah. Like I still own a TV and and I have can have put that. on a channel. Yeah, yeah, but but. I'm not going to. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, it's just not going to become that way for me. Exactly. Of my brain's rewired. So you
1: could watch the yeah. whole of season five in a weekend. Yeah. Have it in your brain very yeah. much so, and then let it go, and then maybe walk past me at the yeah. warehouse in four months' time and go, yeah. eh, you know, or whatever. Yeah,
0: totally. Um, yeah.
1: It's, it is different. And we are competing with mm. so much now. Mm. Um, you know, all of the streaming, pl- mm. it's still kind of, amazing that people are actually Mm. sitting down and watching tv or they have the option to do Mm, like you mm, say my sky or whatever mm. listen to me or you can put it on your (laughs) my sky
0: (laughs) well but you know it really is i think like we'll look back at this period of of starting with outrageous and Mm. and 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 look you know because the shows do have like some standalone fans. There'll be mm. people that own that are way more into Westside. Yeah. And then there are people that gave Westside a go but stopped and went back to Outrageous. Yeah. and all that. But, but as a, you know, we're looking at a show, two shows that's go over a decade now. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. an amazing little legacy.
1: Yeah.
0: And of something so distinctly, you know, New yeah. Zealand. In I focus. think
1: um from memory at our um, last rap party, Antonia said that her and James Griffin had mm. made over a hundred and fifty hours mm. of television together. I think that wow. included the Blue Rose as well yes, that they did. Right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that you know you just go, wow, that is yeah. phenomenal yeah. achievement in yeah. this country. Well, I
0: Was gonna say yeah, the Blue Rose. You know, some I don't know if people liked it or not. I liked it. And yeah. Then, uh, but it it does. Into it exactly, it yeah. fits into that legacy because a lot of us were watching mm. because of who was in it mm. and who had made it, yeah. Because it came after Outrageous, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, yeah, it is part of that, yeah, yeah. yeah fascinating. It's,
1: it was, I was like, wow, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I think I've got the numbers right. Please forgive me, James and Tony, yeah. if I <laughs> totally made that up. <laughs> it sounds
0: about right. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a huge amount of work yeah. they've done together, yeah, yeah.
1: So, um. So
0: it's a good gig because you get to go off and do other things for the rest of the year, including, um, like, what are you doing now? You're in Wellington because you've got another play that you're...
1: Yeah, so I'm back down here for a couple of months, which is so wonderful. Um, I'm doing... uh, We're about to start rehearsals for Burn Her Mm. by Sam Brooks, which had an Auckland season last year. Um, And Cathy McRae... um, is directing again and Carly Kopai is also in that one mm. and my dear friend Jean who I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier I mean my childhood bestie um I don't know do you know much about well I, no
0: I don't I was gonna, I was just gonna say so I know um who Sam Brooks is and yep. I've seen um one of his recent short theater things which mm-hmm. Jean was in mm. um but Burn Her is kind he's quite a prolific yeah playwright and 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 theatre practitioner and writer but his um burn her is kind of his, signi- his signature piece or his his best known
1: yeah I, I think so yeah i mean he won the um bruce mason for mm, it mm. um and it's um i did quite an early reading of it right. um in auckland uh couple of years ago now and then yeah, they had the Auckland season last year which was just mm. phenomenal. Um and now we get to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't wanna demean B Little or any of his other work, but I feel like this this is his greatest hit yeah. at this uh, point. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, no totally. I would um
2: I'm mm. sure he would also
1: agree. Yeah. Um yeah, no, it's um it's a f- what am I trying to say? It's a beast and mm. it's fucking awesome. Um, I am currently, like we start on Monday and Mm. I'm currently in the space of finally we get to do it and I'm so excited and also like a little bit cold sweaty Mm. Um, (laughs) because it's huge and Mm. um, it's so complex and deep and rich and all of those wonderful things Um, and I'm so excited by everybody involved Mm. and then I just like, just before I wake up in the morning I'm like... (gasps) I think because I know Sam personally really mm, mm, well so I mm. feel a great sense of responsibility to
0: Well, I was just going to say isn't that good? Like yeah. uh, what you're describing is like um, you give a shit massively about yeah. this and you talked about how before, you know, some of the things you've done haven't been as good as others. This is when you're going in with massive yeah. expectation around delivery. You want to do a good job.
1: Yeah. And and I similar to how I felt about doll's house, I I know for myself, like, I'm not freaking out because I'm like, I can't do it. Mm. You know, it is, um, I guess the cold sweats are like, I want to do the best, um, job and I feel like this play is going to push me into like the next level Mm. of, of, because the character is unlike anything I've ever played before. Mm. She couldn't be further from Carol Mm. in particular and Nora, Mm. I guess in Mm. a way. I mean, she's got the fierce strength that Nora discovers, but, um, yeah particularly Carol, um, like I just feel like I wish I could live in this magical universe where maybe those two characters meet because it would be fucking amazing mm. but um yeah, I think it's I think that's for me, I feel like this role in this production is is stepping into kind mm. of a different um, space mm. for me as an actor, and that's incredibly exciting, but also you you don't you've got nothing to hold on to in a way I mean I do, but
0: yeah. You
1: know, like I keep thinking about wearing a business shirt, and um, Icelandic hair colour, and Mm. like listening to Patti Smith, is that who this character is? Like all of these weird things that you do. Mm. And then going, why don't you just get to rehearsals and start like Mm. you always do, and know that it's going to (laughs) happen. Instead of trying to be like, is the key to her that she is allergic to you know, like what it, you know,
0: what
2: yeah, you can't play yeah, that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you um you know you how do you look after yourself in between these jobs? Because you're talking about intensive study, mm. um, you know, the the constant vulnerability of mm. putting yourself out in front of people. Mm. Um you know, how do you cope around that?
1: What I have learned for myself is that you be sensible. Um, you, I know that I have to, um, like I was saying in a way, I used to call it being selfish I think, or sometimes I still do, but it's like you you sleep and you don't drink a mm. bottle of Pinot Gris every mm. night, even if mm. you desperately want to. <laughs> um, You don't stay up watching the Kardashians till 1am. You eat well. Like, it's all of the kind of practical, Mm, common mm, sense. sensible Things things
0: anyone should be doing. Yeah, totally. But you
1: you find for yourself as well. Like, I don't want to preach that that's what every single actor should be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I know in myself that I have to, like, go to bed.
0: Oh, yeah. But it's tricky, isn't it? When you do, like... I mean, I've done um, long dj sets i've Mm. done radio production where i've been working until midnight and stuff it's 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 hard to to just go okay it's time to go to bed like so there is a little bit of like watching shit tv yeah staying up going for a drink like
1: oh and it's so social yeah Yeah. that's the thing like yeah that i know i have struggled with and i know lots of us do it's like you want to go out and have some wines or some cocktails and talk about it and you the adrenaline is really hard i'm quite lucky as a human that i more and more now i can't i I literally can go to sleep like Mm, i mm. i think also maybe i'm literally worn out yeah yeah. by it all yeah um but i do i i do now try i'm quite strict on myself in the time period Mm. that the work's happening because you just can't fall apart you know you just I'm not in my it's not I'm not the person who can go out for a couple of drinks every single night anymore Mm, mm, mm. and still get it done
0: so you work out ways to go. Well, it's opening night. That's special. Yeah. Or it's closing night. That's special. Or it's a, fri- oh, yeah. a friend's opening night. Closing I've got nights to be there. like yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, and also um, at, after opening night, you have a four o'clock matinee the next yeah. Sunday. So <laughs> you really have to be kind of like yeah um watch that adrenaline buzz and mm. your nineteen free champagnes um mm. you don't want to be a complete disaster the next day. And mm. I think maybe that's getting older. I don't know because. <laughs> I certainly used to be able to push the boat out a lot more than mm. um and maybe it's also the, responsi- the more responsibility that you kind of get based on the roles as well mm. that mm. you f- that you feel um like you say to carry a, a production like you can't be a wreck because mm. you just couldn't do it
0: yeah. You yeah just
1: i I know I wouldn't yeah, um but that's taken me time mm. to learn for myself mm. um I'm not gonna say that I was always a complete angel, mm, mm. but, um, yeah, it's the kind of common sense things that I'm discovering.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you keep, you seem to, you, you're returning regularly to the theatre. Yeah. Is that first love or just yeah. reality of working
2: or?
1: It is my first love. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've really, through the experience of the longevity of the show like Side, mm, I mm. have really, um, relished, um, screen and I've had Mm. the luxury of being able to play that character for five years now and Mm. return to that um but yeah
0: so it's like putting the costume on now you just go and put on the clothes and you become yeah and it's
1: wonderful you kind of learning more every time and I think getting better every season as Mm. well for me I feel that um but if I could if I could do theatre full-time forever I would be so happy I just I just love it I love it so much Mm. um I love rehearsing I'm like I wonder if there's a place where I could just rehearse something for actually like eight weeks mm. and then put it on and then have a little holiday in Bali and come back and do that again um, but I don't know where that exists now, I mean I, I,
0: I've talked to people like like you know Ross Jolly and LJ that have that have done acting and that have moved more into the directing and mm. and, and, and producing and mm. and and running events and making sure the theater has a, a life um, As well as talking to other actors, in the time that you've come up, do you feel that the audience is there for theatre overall? Um, Have you noticed it dwindle? Is it hard?
1: Yeah, I think... I mean, I... I haven't up until probably the last few years really paid attention. I was going to say you're
0: slightly less concerned because your y- job is to turn up and yeah. do the, the work based on the lines you've learned. Yeah, yeah. but
1: I, I, it has always been a, mm. a consciousness and you do simply by talking to your fellow makers mm. and things. I think, I think my sense is that it is definitely harder to get people into the theatre. I think there's so much... Uh, on mm, mm. all of the time theatre, music, film you know mm. um, it's still cheaper for people to go to the movies a lot of the time mm. and that's no one's fault necessarily mm. I mean you mm. you couldn't do Doll's House and charge people only 12 or $15 a ticket unless you had a greatest mm. piece of funding to begin with which again I'm not having a go at anybody about that. Yeah, yeah, it. it's yeah. just the reality
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah and I... Uh, it is hard, I think, to get people into shows. Mm. Um, I don't really know why, other than yeah, there's there's so much, and it's sort of for me. It's always been this thing of like, just because we put it on, put it on, doesn't mean they have to come.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. you,
1: And I think now. Yeah, well, there's.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Managing that sort of entitlement aspect of being. I think so. A creative person. I've done this so people
1: Well should want to they should
0: want to be there to see it and it's like, yeah, perfect world stuff. Totally <laughs>
1: and and and, and th- things are different. Mm. The world is different. Um so uh, I I mean I don't understand it well no, not not that I don't understand but like I say it's not necessarily mm, my job mm. until like a co op yeah, where, yeah, yeah. you know, bums on seats is means how much you yeah, yeah. walk away with. So you take a, a different interest, yeah, a vested yeah, yeah, interest in that yeah. as much as you can um, help it. Mm. But like the marketing of it, of, of a theatre show, the publicity I think is changing and great publicists and producers are doing different things uh things and, mm. and reaching and i think we just have to like n- n- you can't just put up a poster and some flyers in a cafe anymore and a facebook page <laughs> yeah i do <don't, laughs> you know? I, I think there's probably still value in that certainly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and for particular things yeah. um absolutely mm. but i think we have to find ways to to reach people because we're all inundated with information all the time like mm. i people always say to me oh did you see such and such on facebook like, i barely have a chance to go on Facebook mm, some days. Mm. Plus, I'm scared of it sometimes. <laughs> and I'm discovering being an Instagram person now. But um, I think it's hard to kind of cut through people and go, this is worth your money and your time to get to the theatre and come see it. I promise you, you're going to have a great time. Mm. But I but I won't really see you there.
0: Well, I think... Um Managing your time on Facebook or avoiding it is probably one of those handy skills in, in your line of work along with all of those other kind yeah. of look after yourself tips you were yeah. talking about it's part of that surely
1: yeah it's um you you need it more and more to mm. promote and mm. publicise and develop a like, fan res- base yeah but like I never read yeah comments or mm. it like particularly um television the television mm. I never look at what the fans are saying just because I don't need you know it's not really well you're
0: not just, gonna you're not gonna change what you do
1: no based, <laughs> based on, on it like, are you oh, no. and
0: you you know uh, for every you know Carol's great she's my favorite yeah the person who plays Carol's amazing <laughs> a little bit of that's fantastic yeah sure you know everyone's human you want to hear a little bit of that but too much of that is I think is
1: that might be unhealthy yeah and I think that's personal as well, mm, like maybe mm. some people that's useful. Yeah, yeah. For me, I think I'd, it would not be so, like I, I don't, um, I stopped reading reviews. Mm, that was a my next thing I was going to
0: get to. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, until after, sometimes, like yeah. when
0: it's all Well, it's impossible, isn't it? Because if you do a really good job, and you know, I, I didn't review Doll's House, but I read, rave reviews of it mm. now they're going to find you whether you want to seek oh, them out or not people are going to yeah, say people yeah. put those under your nose
1: yeah or they use the quotes for yeah. the next week's marking and that's, that's right absolutely fine yeah, yeah. but i just found that particularly when i was younger and still deeply insecure mm. it just wasn't useful and i would forget that it's that one person's opinion
2: mm-hmm.
1: someone with a great you know, knowledge and experience—not like just some sure. person saying, oh, "I yeah. don't like it." You know, but I just found like, "Oh, it's not actually."
0: Well, I think the funny thing is, and and for theatre, I can see how it's even muddier. Mm. But like, just speaking as a, as a person who's been a reviewer for a long time of various things, m- my reviews aren't for you. They're exactly. Not, they're not for your director. They're not. They're not. I can see how when a show is going for a month. And they can put a good quote on their poster yeah. and their next week's marketing. That's a bonus. But but my, my reviews are for me and the people yeah. that are reading them. Exactly. And, I, and that's what they're for.
1: Yeah, I was and, just going to say yeah. that too. Like, they're not really... F-
0: no, if, if, if you want to delve into that as an actor or as a writer or a director or, you know, a, a venue owner, if you want to delve into that and pick what you want out of it, that's yeah. fine. But you almost don't have the right to get angry when what you want from it is not there.
1: Yep, yep, totally. And no shade to people that do and and find it useful, but I I don't necessarily when I'm in it. Mm. Um, And like you say, they're not for me. I saw a
0: guy on Facebook last week bemoaning the state of music commentary in the country, how angry he was that he'd was about to put something out in the world and it hadn't been covered and it started a giant big thread of mm. you know yeah fuck this person and fuck that and you know <laughs> yeah. and i got named and other people got named. the next day he posted a five-star review of his album like this is fantastic and it's kind of like mm. man you can't have both Mm-mm. like you know like you don't get to do that really like yeah. you know like you just sort of you just sort of put your flag in the sand and then yep. the next day <laughs> the totally. tide was different and you adjusted it. it's like mm. Totally.
1: And if you put too much onus on mm. on that, mm. then the relationship to it I think becomes really unhealthy because
0: it's all a distraction from your own work. Yeah, too, right? and it's
1: not it's not a dialogue. No. You know, like you could write a review of Adult's House or, or Burn Her, which is your experience, your perspective mm-hmm. and your opinion and positive or negative that's where it ends in mm, a way it's not mm, like you mm. and me sitting down now today yeah, discussing yeah. it and learning about each other and yeah, learning yeah. about the process it's like well it stops with your final full stop totally and take it or leave it you know so
0: and that's shifted a little bit in the last decade or so with comments comments
1: totally um,
0: you know, slightly more <laughs> oh informal God. style of reviewing. People just yeah. blowing up. Yeah, social media, all of that stuff. Now, I'm always happy to have a dialogue. Like, if a person wants to write to me and say, hey. thank you for that review, or I was a little disappointed with that mm. review, I'm happy to reply to them. Mm. But beyond a point, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't know what that does beyond a, you know, a certain yeah. point. But if someone's going to acknowledge something I've written, either... either because they're super happy with it, or they're a bit upset with it. If they're going to go through the proper channels and send me a, yeah. a, 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 an email that's in English yeah. that it's spelt correctly and I can read, then then I'm going to reply to that and do my best to do the same. But yeah. if,
1: I, if not just if, like one a.m. like exactly fuck <laughs> yeah, <dick hen laughs> yeah exactly
0: like exactly <laughs> what do I have to you know why do I have to bother with that yeah. and <laughs> to- exactly yeah
2: totally that,
0: that's where I'm at with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally. So what? So burn her is the next big thing. Mm -hmm. And how far in advance do you try to give yourself time off and book yourself up with things? You know, how much are you saying yes to? Oh, um. What's your calendar like?
1: It's so weird because you have no idea what's coming Mm. up. Like, Mm. I could get an audition for something today Mm. that is filming at the end of the year or Mm. approach to do something you know or that could be in three weeks time or it could not happen at all so far um so after burn her we're doing a short um tour of adults house our production so we're remounting Mm -hmm. that and um which will be awesome that's two week little Mm. tour we're going to Dunedin Nelson and Tauranga Yeah, yeah so that'll be amazing um but after that it's wide open. <laughs> it's literally... <laughs> Hello, desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be um, back on Facebook. <laughs> you'll be back on Facebook trawling and trolling and reading reviews about myself from ten years ago. I was great once! Um, I'll Yeah, so I'll probably um, continue doing my work with the pro actors with mm, Tim, which mm. is really um, fulfilling and wonderful. Um, but in terms of acting... I don't know. Watch this space. <laughs>
2: Watch this space. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Call me. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, actually, I was going
0: to say before we got talking about reviews then, which was interesting, um, I, I've really only been to theatre in Wellington when I think about it now. Like, when I go to other cities, I, I tend to go to concerts mm. rather than theatre. But so my, so my my base is Wellington. But for all of this talk of, like, it being tougher to get things we're still being pretty adventurous, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there was the the second unit thing yeah. at the moment, and um, is it just next week? Um, there's a, a smaller group is putting on an Annie Baker play, and oh, yeah. she's um, aliens, and she's yeah, she's an amazing playwright. Yeah, you know? I've I've read some of her work and 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 followed what she's doing, mm. and this is the first time I think one of her scripts has been professionally presented in New Zealand so that might lead to some more stuff so so people are out there taking chances you know trying things totally you know which is so by that sense it seems pretty exciting still yeah yeah
1: yeah um yeah you're totally right um
0: I mean even going I go to circa to most of the productions and what I've found in the last two years is the staging and the um the seating arrangement for the mm. theatre is is getting more and more innovative,
1: yeah. you know? Yeah, that's really cool now that they're able to yeah do that, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's always – it's so amazing for such a small um, city, I guess, but then as, as a small country, like, the amount of um, creative work that is pumped out, put mm. out, mm. is uh, – it still strikes me as pretty em- phenomenal and, and really impressive, Um so that is exciting you've got to keep positive about that Mm. um but then you know you can look at the end quarter of your year and be like hello hello hello." (laughs) (laughs) Um, so um but again no complaints because um i i am pretty lucky Mm
0: -hmm. and working with your father
1: yeah (laughs) we haven't done it yet yeah yeah
0: is it a is that a a topic of discussion.
1: Yeah, I mean, we joke about yeah. it all the time, and, like, I reckon it would be genius if he cameoed on Westside as Carol's dad. Oh, yeah. You know, that would yeah. be hilarious. Yeah. Um, Have you floated that? I think I... I mean, I... <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm constantly suggesting like you know, Carol runs for local body politics and I'm pretty sure James is like, yeah. "Okay, thanks. Now." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Carol
0: the, gets a spin-off show. Yeah, yeah, I'm always
1: pitching that. And Esther and I were like, "Oh, Carol and Nyri could bring, you know, Avon to New Zealand." Yeah. And they're like, "Okay, thanks, guys." So, um <laughs> maybe I've ruined my chances there by But um that would be hilarious. But yeah, we we have um I think it's almost happened a couple of times. Mm, mm. It's difficult because we would really need to either play father and daughter or, like, neighbours or business colleagues mm, or, mm. I don't know, like, it, I'm sure it's out there and I think we'd probably have a great time. Or, or, or yeah, it would be the end of us. <laughs> you know? We're probably... People have who have worked with both of us have said, have said that we are quite similar in some mm, regards, but mm. also... Obviously, naturally, mm. very different. So mm. I don't know whether we'd like...
0: Whether that would combust My God, or can you
1: imagine? It's like I changed my name <laughs> after that and like divorce myself from my parents. No, I don't think that would happen. But I think it would... My instinct is that it would need to be that we were cast together mm, mm. in something, you know, mm. rather than... Yeah, yeah. Maybe one day it would be... I'm sure it would be amazing. But I think, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, we, yeah. if we could solely be actors. yeah. And only actors together.
0: Mm, mm. But,
1: you know, never say never.
0: He must be um, a constant source of inspiration in that he's still doing it yeah. and doing really good work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you get to see him perform very much? Yeah, m- most... you try and check out what he does?
1: I do, yeah. I try to come down or... I mean, it does happen now that we are both mm. working. Like He's mm. up in Auckland doing the Pop-Up Globe at the moment, and I think... That he may miss Burn Her
2: Mm.
1: Um Which is a real shame Maybe Not quite I think he can come to Kozuna Anyway Um But I won't get to Go up there And see him Mm. In that Um So Yeah That happens sometimes Which Mm. He he did a show In Auckland Written by One of my dear friends Natalie Medlock Last year And I was on tour Um And I couldn't Mm. See it And it's one that I Really wish I could have Um so yeah but it, I mean he did that he went up there that was on at the basement I think they rehearsed in Natalie's house for two weeks mm. he stayed in me and Tom's tiny mm. little flat in Mount Albert in our pokey well actually it's it was a gorgeous house mm. but um you know so I find that inspiring that he goes yeah, yeah, yeah I'll yeah. come up for a small co-op at the basement and yeah yeah on a relatively new play yeah um by your dear friend who mm, you went through mm. drama school with yeah with Brom and Bradley and
0: Um, Even after he's been, you know, in In The Hobbit. Yeah, exactly, I was going (laughs) to say, kind of a cult figure within, you know, those movies get their little kind of cult cameo followers. Yeah. And he's one of those. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he goes, oh, I want to go direct the summer Shakespeare in Palmerston North because they love Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm up for it. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. I I find that really inspiring. And the fact that he people love to work with him. Because he, he's a good
0: sort. He's not an arsehole. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, that's... Which Im- is
0: key to it all, really.
1: It's important. Yeah. God. We w- in people... whatever
0: we do, I mean. Like, I mean, across know, the board. Yeah, in every but massively industry. in yours, I Jeez, imagine. You
1: know, we, people, uh, we really let people get away with it sometimes. Yeah, and it's, it continuously astounds me that, A, you would choose to behave like that, and, B, that you're allowed to get away with it. But I'm lucky because Dad is not an arsehole.
0: Well, I worry about, um, a lot of things to do with where we're at with cancel culture, but I keep reminding myself that one of the very best things about it is weeding out the dickheads, you yeah. know, the people that are, that are, you know, that, that being brilliant at something, mm. at what, at performing, say, mm. or whatever it is, being brilliant at your creative endeavour, mm. In and of itself is kind of not good enough anymore. And yeah. I think that's that's probably the important.
1: Yeah, and there thing are. to
0: grab from that.
1: Thankfully, in my experience, more people who are brilliant, who are good people, and mm. don't behave like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm constantly um, inspired and blown away by Antonia Preble. and in fact, large majorities of the people that I work with on that show who are. Not at all like that, Mm -mm. and it's not even like oh they could be if they wanted to. They wouldn't want to. Mm. They're not Mm. those people in their nature, and they work phenomenally hard and and all of that kind of thing. So I, I, yeah, I mean, cancelled culture is so complicated. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Oh no,
0: no, no. We're not going to get into into any more of that. Exactly.
1: yeah, it's you're right. It's like mm. we are starting to sort of shine a light Mm. on that behaviour. Mm. um and i think that's really important and really positive and starting to go like that's unacceptable mm. um i think that's great and and i find in myself like just learning to articulate that and to have the courage to stand up to it mm. or point it out or be an ally or be a support person or tell someone you know is mm. um it feels like there's a real motivation around a real energy around that, and I'm very pleased.
0: <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, I reckon it was a good chat, and I liked uh, getting to know you through this. Is there oh, anything that we I should have brought up that you wanna
2: I don't
1: think
0: so. plug or reminisce over I feel like um,
2: we've I think
1: we've done a pretty good sweep, yeah, I mean, I'm incredibly excited. Um, by an already really proud of burn her yeah i think it's gonna
0: i'm really looking forward shake. to it because you know i've yeah i've heard a lot about um sam brooks's various theater things mm. and um this this seems to be the one that's um yeah. the best so far so i liked the little short sort of devised piece that i saw yeah cool um i liked that enough to to want to see something else yeah that's had his his uh, a stamp on it. So um, and
1: with I think with Kathy McRae mm. at the helm with her you know breadth of experience as both an actor and a director and a woman, um, it's that's a re- going to be a really kind of beautiful relationship between the, the sort of newness, if that's the right word, not mm. to uh, you know um, of the play in a way, um, and I'm so like thrilled to be back tackling something epic with her again um Mm. you know I don't
0: want to sound like too much of a shill but uh I keep saying this like the last two three four years that I've been really actively attending things at Circa I haven't really seen a bad thing I've done you know like it's the the, it's been really good seasons with really good variation Mm. I don't know I don't know that the theater was ever bad but Mm. i know i had a few years away from regularly attending Mm. and it's been great you know it's like cool it's it's always when you got tickets to circuit or something you know you're gonna see something pretty good i reckon
1: yeah isn't
0: that awesome i I, well you know i guess that's a good it's not a very articulate quote for them but it's a good uh it's a good model it's what they should be trying to do yeah
1: totally (laughs) yeah yeah totally we're um thrilled that this show is going to be on there mm. um, and hopefully uh, heaps of politicians and yes. civil servants yes. and people yeah. um, that work over there at La Beehive <laughs> will um, come and see come it and which would be out. amazing Yeah.